0: Hello, you sweet little gumdrops. It's <laughs> us again. It is mates talking about stuff. I am your mate, Nikki Bloody Britain, <laughs> and he's my mate, Harley Bloody Breed. Here he is. We have the same middle name. Who would have thought? We do. Our parents talked about it. They des- they predestined <laughs> this podcast.
1: I don't reckon at the time when you were born and I was born mm. that, from what you've told me about your parents mm. and from what I know about my own, mm. that they would have had anything to do with each other.
0: Um, I, n- <laughs> correct. <laughs> no, my I feel uh, particularly my mum would have actively fought against everything your family's stood for. <laughs> we are such good friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it all works out, you know. I feel like if you, it's like this is what I feel about the extreme right and the extreme left yes. at the moment. yep. You know, they're fighting yes. so hard for opposite things yeah. that actually what they have in common now is just all the extreme extremism oh, the and the extremist. hatred. Yeah, yeah. So now they've got yeah. a lot in common. Yes. The fury. Yeah. And they're almost bonded, as we've seen in sort of anti-vax rallies and stuff. Yes. They're almost bonded. Which... And
1: I, I think what they have in common is the inability to hear the other side. They're good at that.
0: Both of yeah. them. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like it's like a Romeo and Juliet story. Mm. Like someone from the extreme <sighs> left marrying someone be from the extreme right. Wouldn't that be lovely? And really when they really like connected in their soul, they'd realise actually we're not all that different. That's
1: beautiful. Yeah, I can't see it ever happening.
0: I just I want to invest in the possibility of love, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think it's an important
1: time to remind people too. You you're not left or right. No, the human beings are complex.
0: Oh, we're really complex. You know,
1: and it's it's so silly to have just oh it's just two. You've yes. got two political opinions, yep. do you? It's either left or right. Yep. No, I, I think that you can be a, a spectrum of beliefs Absolutely. on a spectrum of ideas.
0: Absolutely. And, you you know, you might, be, you might agree with some things on this side yes. and a whole bunch of stuff on the other side. Correct. Or it's – this is – I mean, fortunately or unfortunately, being – politically minded or even remotely aware of what it is that you want the world to look like or your country to look like, it actually takes a bit of work and research. Yes, it does. <laughs> because it's yes. it's it is. It's not just like that side's mine, that side's mine. Yeah. And good on you if you are. And also I think
1: um, this took me such a long time to realise this in myself. Yes. And I apologise yep. to a lot of people in my past for having to sit through – the fucking self-belief that I had for a long time. (laughs) I apologise for it. But what I've realised now as I continue to get older, because it just won't stop, it Mm. won't quit that, Mm. is that even if I disagree with somebody, like strongly, Mm. on on all sorts of things, you can still sit down and have a beer with them. Yeah. It's actually okay. Yeah, it's It's all right to break bread with somebody that you may not see eye to eye on. That's okay.
0: Hang on. Here's the religious side coming out. (laughs) <laughs> there JC is. always
1: it, always just dropping him into conversation.
0: <laughs> it is it is. I mean, it really is true. And if you don't have the capacity, or the energy, or the kind of wherewithal to get invested mm. and really understand what it is that either political party is offering you or standing for that you're interested in, that's that's also okay. Yes. Just I just reckon just don't fuck the donkey.
1: Don't fuck the donkey. Yeah. That's a new shirt for yeah. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: If you can remotely have half a sense of what you're doing, brilliant. Just don't yeah. fuck the donkey. Yeah. Don't just go like, oh, yeah, he's got a red shirt or yeah. whatever.
1: Don't do that.
0: Yeah just, yeah, just a smidge. I mean, look, you know, if you want to. If not, like, whatever. Oh, fuck uh, Whatever. I'm going
1: to tell you what to do. Don't, you know
0: what? don't listen to us.
1: Unless you come to me and
0: ask me for advice, yep.
1: I'm not telling anyone anything anymore. Nah. No. Nope. There Not are my own kids. Not. <laughs> You're on your own. I've done my best.
0: <laughs> done my best. Do your research, mate. Kids. Marigold's
1: had two years to figure it out. Yeah. I can't help her anymore. Yeah.
0: Where's she? Yeah. I mean, which way is she swinging?
1: <laughs> Who knows?
0: <laughs> she's um she's big on the policies of watercolors in the bath. I've heard recently. <laughs> she's
1: got an orange butthole at the moment. <laughs>
0: She probably tried
1: to put a disc of watercolour paint right up a pooper.
0: Well, it has, it
1: looks like a fucking oompa-loompa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mary Watts is going to be on the show.
0: I cannot bloody wait. You know, we've spoken fondly of the man before. He's a good and, man. Um, and the love in no way is going to uh, recede after we have this great chat. Absolutely not.
1: God, I love us.
0: <laughs> really
1: Nicky Britton, the tour of mates continues. Yes. And I'm pretty bloody excited about this, mate. Good mate of mine, good mate of yours. Good
0: mate. Good mate of the show, in fact. Mate of the show. Yes.
1: Yeah, or he's got a good Google alert on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've discussed you many times before, dear guest. Yeah. Um, mostly because we're jealous, <laughs> jealous of this brilliant business plan you have to get people absolutely saturated with booze. Yes. Out in the sunshine at a winery and uh, bang on a bit of comedy. Yeah. Well, are... let,
1: let's get him into the mates dome right now. Yeah. It's the wonderful
0: Merrick Watts. Yay. Hey, Mez. hey, Mez. We do love you. It's true. We love you so much, and we love grapes of mirth.
2: Thank you very much. It's great to be on here talking about something that I've uh, listened to your podcast talking about, and then now I'm in here. Do- it's like Inception of talking about Merrick, <laughs> which, is, which is what I love. Great to be on the show. Thanks, guys. Well, look, let's let's touch on it just uh, again because we have talked about the the joy and beauty
1: of of grapes of mirth, but. Mm. Essentially, for those who haven't been to one, figure out where the closest one is and get to it. Yep. But it's it's a winery, mm-hmm. um, it's comedy, mm-hmm. it's outdoors, yep. bang slapped together Yep, uh, with a DJ mean, putting on some, yep.
2: uh, some bangers. Tell
0: me where the problem is in that exactly. little equation. Yep. Also there isn't
2: one. tell me where the genius is. It's actually just comedy, outdoors, add alcohol. That's all yes. it is. Yeah. Yep. That's basically well, what I've done.
0: You know, you've well, you are a genius. There's, there it is. I've said that. Well, yep.
1: I don't know if I've told you this, Maz, but possibly one of the very first ever live comedy shows I saw and I didn't even realise that that's what I was going to. I just knew I was going to see the two funny guys off Triple J Talk shit at the 1999 Livid Music Festival in oh, Brisbane. Wow, yeah, okay. Uh, and it was you and Rosso on stage, yeah. and I was so green, like so green. I was, you know, a little Christian virgin. Oh, fresh, yeah. Fresh. Yeah, not, uh, yeah. yeah, not stone.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> not yet. Soon little, to come.
1: Soon to come. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: that was happening. Anyway,
1: and I've walked around the corner, and you were sort of like at the back of the Brisbane showgrounds, and I just remember the first thing that I heard come out of your mouth was about your man boobs. And I'd never even heard anyone say man boobs before. And I was like, ah, so funny. He's got boobs and
2: he's a man. Uh, what a, and what an untidy human being I was at that age. So, I was about 25 years of age and uh, Ross and I just started uh, on Triple J and it was in our first year doing Drive and we got asked to go and do a comedy set at Livid Festival in Brisbane, which at the time was really massive. I think at the time was on that, there was like Green Day was on and an Offspring. The Offspring was the, with oh, the wow. beef filling, yeah. Yeah, I said something really offensive and upset the band. Um, backstage and backstage, you got to keep them separated. I was <laughs> asked to leave. Oh, they did. They separated me, Nikki. They asked me to leave. And um, <laughs> I came and saw you after she had as well. I oh, nearly died. in had. that wash bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a great best. band. That was a good yeah, time. Oh, so yeah, yeah, that's good. I'm glad that you took away man boobs. That's the time when I really, I really <laughs> was like I used to get cleavage sweat at that stage. Oh, mate, of my life. I still do. <laughs> <laughs> when well, do you ever see a titty sweat? <laughs>
0: Am I involved in this conversation, about Cleavage Sweat?
2: because fucking hell, guys!
1: Look, just once again, straight white men holding this base. Yeah, do you guys want to? Do you want you
0: want to take off with the plumbers' picture? Oh,
2: for God's sake, Nikki, what would you know? <laughs> oh,
0: I'll see you. I'll see you, so sweet true. little man boobs, and I will raise you estrogen dominance on the top here, mate.
1: To be fair, she
2: wins this round. Yeah. <laughs> oh, full points! Full points! I got a little tear in my eye.
0: I was just going to bring up, you might have man boobs, but God, you've got the best skin in the industry. And then I realised it wasn't a question; <laughs> no. it was just me saying, "What do you? What is his skin routine? I know I've asked this many times, but I just, mm. God, you look like you say you were a young man of twenty-five. You look like a man of twenty-seven now. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, I'm, I'm <laughs> not a day more. I'm forty-eight, and I, holy some, shit, yeah,
0: forty-eight. Yeah, I, I drink Boy. like
2: a fish. And uh, people often say to me, oh, look, you know, you must, um, you know, you must have some sort of beauty regime or like that. And it's not like it's its pretty simple stuff. I've got two small children and what I do is I upset them to the point where they cry. When they cry, I take their human tears, I put them into a, <laughs> a syringe and I inject those tears into my own face. It's not very complicated, guys. It's not a beauty regime. It's just a way to suck the youth out of my children and put it into my face. Great. That's all it is. Love it. That's all Love
0: Yeah, okay. He's a man
2: of ideas, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: He really is. Yeah. Um, Merrick's ideas. We should have a segment on this podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just get Mez in
2: on every episode. Mez is
0: at another idea. Uh, For a one-minute idea. (laughs) (laughs) It's good stuff. As long as nobody
2: (laughs) actually does it, it's fine. By the way, do not. Do that, anybody? Do not get a pipette of your children's tears and inject them into your own face. Yeah. Take those tears and put them on the open market on the dark web. They yes. money. Yes. Don't be an idiot. Make some yeah. cash out of
0: it. Yeah, that's fair. Commodify that. Mm. Commodify your children's pain. But
1: you also, you know, you say you drink a lot, but I know uh, I have good authority from your own mouth that you have big uh, gaps off of drinking.
2: Yeah, and yeah. I think
1: that helps your skin.
2: Yeah, right. I actually don't. I don't do like whole months off the booze because I've done it before and it hasn't really made me any happier or any fitter or any healthier or anything like that. I don't find that it's really done anything for me, to be honest. I but what I do do is I, I don't tend to drink during the week except for Wednesdays. I like to drink a bottle of wine on, on Wednesday because
1: it. it's like Wednesday's the best. Day. I get the Wednesday except and I
2: go. Oh, I can see the weekend and I can the, the other weekends in the rearview mirror and that was a good time. And now I'm looking forward. I just need to, it's just something to just get me there. And that's Wednesday. It's really,
0: it's really, my favourite quote is I don't drink in the middle of the week, except, <laughs> except a except, bottle of wine on a Wednesday. Except for,
2: <laughs> except for in the exact middle of the week. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I only lie, is what I'm saying. But uh, other than that, no lying.
1: No, I, I, well, I don't drink that much. It's working better for you because I remember way back when at Livid Festival, you were in monochrome, you know, like it was, there was grayscales. <laughs> you know, oh, you know that? that age where you're drinking so much that all right. the colour is left right. and you you look like a newspaper clipping.
2: Yeah. yeah. Plus I used to smoke darts. I was a massive yeah. dart
1: smoker. On the bangers. Really heavy mm.
2: drinker. And I used to I wouldn't mind eating one or two Turkish delights straight after my lunch when I was working at the Jays. I'd nick down to Chinatown, get myself something to eat, usually about forty five. Five kilos of fried rice, yes. and then i top that off with a couple of Turkish delights or a chiquito, and then uh, and then i head back and do some very ordinary broadcasting with Rosso, and then we'd walk away calling ourselves legends. Then I'd go to the pub and continue the drinking cycle again, and that was what we called 1999. And you made children. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. That's amazing. It's amazing. And then later children. on, I got married, and then we had children too. So, I mean, there's been a couple of uh, incidents where I've made children. A, oh, was awkward. There. I was not joking. Unless there, a, <laughs> unless there is a child who's approximately twenty three years of age and wants to make an awkward phone call. Now's a chance, champ. Get on the phone. Start the conversation. Yeah, we have with people my dad. Call all the time.
0: <laughs> it must be said because we we've spoken a lot as well. Um, about how you would have possibly gone into the army. After being on SAS, you would have kind of gone down the road mm. of extreme discipline and extreme physical exertion. Mm. And I feel like where did the fork in the road happen where it was fried rice and chiquitos? <laughs> because that's a very different choice. It is, isn't it? They're two distinct paths.
2: Well, I actually I tried to join the army when I was um, about 17, little known fact. I um, wouldn't have you. No, it was a recruitment freeze at the time. Like, I was legit. Oh. I was done with school. I was failing really badly. I had no interest in it. And all I wanted to do, and this is a healthy thing to uh, make you consider joining the armed forces, all I wanted to do was shoot guns. Um, yeah. And when you hear people yeah. say that, you normally just go, oh, put them on a watch list. <laughs> so yes. we didn't have watch lists in those days. Um, otherwise, it would have been on several. But I just i went to go and join the army at 17 with a mate of mine. There was a recruitment freeze at the time from the government. And... And um, after that, I just sort of went, "Oh, okay. Well, uh, I can't join, so I won't worry about it." I've finished high school after repeating year eleven. I've finished high school, and then after high school, I was like, "I want to, I want to, I want to do comedy. I want to do, I want to do this I thing." I love that. It's either
1: shoot people or make them <laughs> laugh.
2: That's nothing. Yeah. In- <laughs> That was the plan. My plan was to get to Afghanistan and threaten people, the Taliban, with either my jokes or a shot. And uh, and worked out neither of those things happened. So anyway, look, Uh, lucky for them, lucky for everyone.
0: Have you ever done a um, a tour like a like a comedy for the troops?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I went, where? To, yeah, where you go? I went to the last. I think it was the last kind of real one that they did. When I say real one, it was just whilst ISIS was still active. In fact, I was in Iraq. Um, I was in a, an army base called uh, Taji, which is just outside of Baghdad, and I was there when they finished off ISIS, like legitimately wow. them on. that weekend. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Once what, they kind they of they
0: bombed a stronghold or something
2: bombed the shit out of them in Syria. Oh, okay. and they Good were running, time to be there. But they were running it from the base that I was at. It was really full on. It was all really, really oh weird God. and tense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there with, like, with the Australian Army and it was all like, uh, I found it out subsequently we had no idea. No idea what was going on. But subsequently, when we got back to Australia, we found out that they um, had basically bombed the hell out of um, ISIS in Syria and taken control And those, uh, those elements of ISIS had been wiped out. And they were running parts of those elements through Taji, through the base that we were at. So it was really – we had no idea. I was completely clueless. So I was way wow. too busy getting photos of me in armoured trucks and photos of me holding guns and being you on doing stage. doing your man-boob
0: gear. And... Doing
2: heaps of man-boob stuff, and everyone's just like <laughs> going, mate, talk whatever you like. We're bombing the shit out of ISIS right now. I've been to East Timor as well. Russell and I went to East Timor. He got a really nasty case of chafe. It's incidental and, and not really anything to do with the story, but I never forget it. And, um <laughs> So that, that I think
1: that's, Nikki, that's how it is to be a best friend as a man is you can never drop the story about your mate getting a nasty case of chafe. You yeah. know? Yep. <sighs> I think that's what we do. So funny. Yeah. It's so like, funny. I don't imagine you would do that about a girlfriend of yours if she got chafe that you'd just bring it up fucking all the time.
0: I mean, within, yeah, ab- absolutely we would. <laughs> 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 Amongst each other. I, I don't know if that's oh. just my friends. Yeah. F- we'd be, the- Yeah. I've got a I've got a story about when I pissed up another. I can't look. It's we don't have time. We're to, to we are talking We do. To be, to be do. fair, uh, I I've forgot who i was talking to. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should have an episode where I just get. All my mates on. And I know and the story she was stories. about
1: to start there.
0: <laughs> just, <laughs>
2: just she's tell me right. That one, just tell me that one story. Nick, you <laughs> want to hear that story? He doesn't want to hear that story.
0: I've got to mean, it's good. Then, it's
1: it's <laughs> the time that she'd hung
2: her own ass
1: off a balcony to try and piss after she'd been the celebrant at a wedding <laughs> and she fell and then ended up pissing all over her mate's face. My that friend story? saved my life because I was about to fall backwards <laughs> off a balcony.
0: And as I tipped, she grabbed my ankles. <laughs> But because of the angle of my ass at this point, I just pissed off <laughs> <up> her. <laughs> this, is like, this is like when you right try and get the sprinkler off
2: the lawn and think you can be, he can beat it. And all of a sudden, bang, it shoots you in the face. That's are exactly that sprinkler. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Nicky Britton, Nicky Britton, Nicky Britton, Nicky Britton. Nicky Britton, Nicky Britton, Nicky
1: Britton. Oh, Nicky Britton. That will um, never human not be sprinkler. funny, Nicky.
0: That is insane. I didn't think you were gonna tell me <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that is the tip of the Pittsburgh, honestly. <laughs> Truly. Oh man, I'm almost in tears. Oh
2: shit. <laughs> hey look,
1: let's um let's talk to you about this. because uh, it's you know, it's other than being our mates while you're here, you're doing a show called An Idiot's Guide to Wine. Yeah. It's, I, I feel st- like I've lived that with you because I don't know much about wine and then every, um, you know, chartered flight you fucking put me on and somehow mm. not kill me when we go to these wonderful wineries, mm. you give me a little uh, crash course, mm. <laughs> pun intended, in uh, wine and that's what you're doing, right, as a live yeah. show? Yeah, yeah.
2: I've, I've, I did um, uh, Adelaide and Melbourne. I finished both festivals and they were great. They were, f- they were far Do exceeded. you mean- I've, Aren't I've, you coming to Melbourne? No, I've done Melbourne. I've already been and gone. Yeah, been oh. And gone. Oh, how was it? It was unreal. I thought you are on here to promote it. <laughs> So did I. <laughs> I think just by the time i got around to being in here, the show's over. Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, but I think we're going to roll it out. It's going to it's going to roll out all around the country now. It was really good. It was really, like, honestly, I I th- I promise you, I thought I was going to do it like twice and that would be it and then we just turned it into some other thing and it's gone really well. So we're going to, um, you know, my management company pretty keen to flog it and flog me like a $3 pony right around the country. Right. So, yeah. you know, if you live in a town, a house, a suburb, a neighbourhood or a province, I will be coming to your region <laughs> <excellent>, <laughs> to, to take some cash. Um, it's
0: a great show. It's clashed. My shows have clashed with it everywhere it's gone so far and I haven't seen it. But I have seen... People flooding out of the doors, a little mm, tipsy yes. and all the mm. happier for seeing Merrick talk to them about wine for an hour.
2: Yeah, I branch stack it. I branch stack it though, because what I do is I, I appeal to people who already like wine, tick. And then what I do is I get them in and I give them six samples of wine. And they're, they're like, you know, good sized samples, mm. like 50, yes. 60 mils of, of uh, wine in each one. So everyone's had a couple of glasses by the time the show is finished. So, of course, if you've had a couple of glasses of wine, naturally you love the show. You don't walk yeah. out of there just yeah. go, oh, I don't know. Everyone walks in that was a really, really, really lovely show. Wasn't that <laughs> good? Like that? Yeah, I loved it see. You know, it's
0: it's good to laugh and learn. Oh. And that's what we're doing with Eric.
2: <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. So that's the reason why they like it is the science is that it's alcohol and they uh, they drink it and then they leave. So yeah. I don't
1: know. And of course we always do that responsibly.
0: Of course, always very responsibly.
2: Absolutely, and yep. they leave yep. responsibly, and then they go off and kick on, and then they become a fucking mess, and that's their decision. <laughs> that's their decision, which we do don't that. endorse. No, which which we do we understand do. I, t- from a talking, distance. I'm talking about the crew, but I don't know what the <laughs> do, That's that's what we get up to, but yeah, anyway. So that's that's just another wine related thing that I'm, you know, another entrepreneurial vaunt that I'm on. So another
0: stroke of genius. Oh, yeah.
2: it's legendary.
0: It's great stuff.
1: The thing that I love most about doing all the wine gigs that I've done with you is that there's always beer there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's where I tick a lot of boxes is that I have absolutely no line when it comes to booze. Everyone goes, oh, but surely you don't drink ooza. No, I drink that. You don't drink oh, rum yeah. though. Oh, yeah, I drink oh. rum. What about absolutely. black rats? Oh, yeah, drink black rats. You <laughs> Drink bourbon and Coke, a hundred percent. I do. Are you just a stupid bogan who likes wine? Uh huh. Correct. Well done. <laughs> Five points <laughs> yes, to you. I a, know who I am. <laughs> you're an
0: equal equal opportunity palate, and yeah. that's that's yeah. what's so lovely.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. But an idiot's guide to wine, as you say, is going to mm. be coming just to, to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. To everywhere. To, to everywhere, the everywhere. Whole country. And everyone. Yeah.
2: Forcing myself upon the country with my wine. Comedy show. So yeah, if you do see it, come along. If you don't, that's cool. It's no stress. Go and see And Hikki honestly, do home.
1: yourself a favor if you can get to a Grapes of Mirth. That they yeah, happen all great. over the country. Just yeah. figure out how to do it and get like be the organizer. Get yourself a minivan. Yep. Pay a bloke. Yes. You know, it won't even yeah. cost you that much. You know, mate. You all pitch in, pay him a couple hundred bucks. He'll mm-hmm. drive you out in a van, you'll have a yeah. great time, and then drive back in again, and then just be unleashed on whatever city you're in. Yeah,
2: can I just give people a tip? And this is a great one. You can take this away. This is excellent for Grapes of Mirth, but I think it's an excellent wine tip. Tip, just in general, being a wine expert, uh, which I am, is that yes. just before you go to Grapes of Mirth, become friends with somebody who has just announced their pregnancy. Then yes. Perfect. really consolidate that friendship and then say, you, of course, wouldn't mind driving the van full mm. of piss heads because yes. you're pregnant. Yeah. And so ipso facto, default um, driver. And they go, no, that's okay. And then as soon as they have the child, forget about them.
1: That's. I mean, that's great advice, even without grapes of mirth factored in.
2: Yeah, that's what I said. I think it's applicable everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's a worrying thing when somebody off-air is laughing at how crook your advice is. <laughs> when somebody else who's in Especially the studio. Especially when the producer go, of the show. Yeah, the producer, when the producer goes... <laughs> 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 All right, thanks, for so well, It's been great. Um,
1: Hey, Merrick, thanks for oh, giving up your time. It's See been ya. a pleasure.
2: See you guys. <laughs> See you, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my God. I love that man.
1: He's a good man. He's a bloody good man. He's got an abundance of energy and I'm all about it.
0: Yep, yep. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And he's
1: not too cool to just actually be positive that and to is... be up oh, and to be into shit.
0: Absolutely. You know? I get so sick of apathy. Yes. For apathy's sake. Totally. Or worse, apathy because you're you you don't feel cool if you're invested in this, something. Yeah. But he's like, I oh, fucking love wine. Yep. I oh, fucking love comedy. Yep. I love guns, which is not. I mean, you know, it's less. <laughs> well. <laughs> less something yeah, to celebrate, you know. I guess. But you know. <laughs> Whatever trips your trigger, literally. <laughs> Um, you know, we can't insist anymore. Drink responsibly and maybe don't play with guns.
1: Yeah, don't. Yeah. They're not a toy. No. They're a Absolutely tool. Absolutely not.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, but also you know what else is a tool?
1: Who? I mean <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That list is a long one. That's a one. And big we will one, talk about it off air. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> But what is a tool is your phone, because you can bring up the mates talking about stuff like page in podcasts or Nova Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. And subscribe.
1: Yeah, you can press subscribe.
0: Press subscribe. Like actually, so the little tick comes up and goes bing, you're gonna get every single episode of these two absolute morons speaking about nothing that they know about. And
1: everything that and, we, don't and everything we don't know about. And everything we don't know
0: about. And just really ruminating on the big ideas yeah. and the small ideas and as we very well know the medium ideas. That's right. Yep. And, you,
1: I mean, you could be uh, like have a 25-minute commute. What a perfect thing to keep your company. It's
0: actually the perfect length it's of the, podcast. Yeah. The length is what people mostly talk about about yeah. this podcast.
1: Yeah. People really like the length of it.
0: They love the, they love the girth.
1: Well, they do. It's a good, good
0: girth. Yeah, it's got a significant <laughs> – you could really, you know, yeah. hold it in your Actually,
1: hand. Actually, the girth is better than the length because it's not too long. You yeah. don't want it too long.
0: It's not too long, but the girth really kind of <laughs> really gets it gets it there, you know? So um, if you guys love length or girth, we, <laughs> we offer a really good – a good amount of both. So subscribe, rate and review. I mean, obviously nothing less than four, five stars. Five, oh, I almost five. said four. Nothing less than five stars or, I mean, but tell your story walking. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And we are going to be back on Monday.
1: Thank you for saying that. <laughs>
0: five. I think we're going to clock off for the week. It's about time. <laughs>